0: Yo, welcome to another Purple and Gold Frames podcast. We're at episode number three. I'm here with my man Marcel. I'm Laker Lou. We're going to talk about this week's scheduling. What, what's today? Sunday, October 11th. So we're going to go through and go through the, the calendar for the week and see, see what's coming up. We got uh, two games this week, Tuesday and
1: Saturday. Okay. First, we're hitting up Sacktown in Vegas. And then we're going to meet up with the Golden State Warriors in San Diego. Cool. Yeah, Sacramento and Golden State. What's your take, man?
0: Which one are you looking forward to? Well,
1: I always want to see the uh, world champs, you know, see where they're at and see where we stack up. You know, that's what we're trying to get to Mm -hmm. since uh, we want to always look forward to trying to win a championship. So, uh, looking forward to that. And then also D'Angelo having a chance to hopefully go up
0: against the dude he's trying to model his game after, Chef. The MVP, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> that'll be good to see them going at it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to Sacramento, watching that new squad out there with Rondo and, and, yeah. and uh, Demarcus Cousins, Boogie. You know, I've seen a couple of highlights. They look pretty sharp, man. They look like they're gelling together real quick. Chemistry, so, chemistry, huh? Yeah, and it's like, you know, those, those type of teams are our compet- level of competition. Yeah. yeah seating yeah. Is, is, you know, fairly close. You know, mm-hmm. We know what the Golden State Warriors are going to bring. They're the team to beat. You mm-hmm. know, they're, they're the champs. So. Different echelon. Yeah, man, definitely. So I want to see Sacramento against the Lakers on Tuesday that's in Vegas 7 p.m. right 7 p.m. man definitely gonna be watching that
1: so it's a light week we're almost through with training camp we got this week and a couple of games next week all right so we're almost into to, to go time man I'm ready so let's go all right let's go around the world Lou you take the first shot
0: all right the first shot let's go with uh let's go to that little incident that happened in that Utah Jazz game where uh Randall got he got tied up with uh with Berks, right and then um yeah, then Hibbert Hibbert to the rescue i like that i yeah. like that what you what you what were what do you think what do you think about that that's uh, the that good chemistry
1: big bro uh, taking care of little bro you know and what was the drama i mean in a
0: preseason game to get uh, kicked out i mean get suspended man. it's just uh it's just fire man these guys are heated up for the season maybe i don't know they yeah. want to get to it so I, th- I thought it was really cool that he stepped up like you know and anybody didn't go in there to make money. Like, he just was like letting people know yeah. you're not gonna we're not gonna take nothing yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh uh stand up for our, our players and <laughs> yeah and he's kind of be trying to be a little hard
1: himself um roy because he has a rep out there uh, kind of being soft. So, mm. you know, th- those dudes are not trying to fight,
0: fight anybody. I would yeah. not want to mess with Roy. I don't care if the, <laughs> if the, if the uh, uh, rumor is that he's soft. I don't want to know. I don't want to find out. Yeah, he's
1: been taking uh, mixed martial arts and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, I guess the bigger thing is that he tried to stick up for Julius and...
0: Yeah, that's a testament to the chemistry that these guys are developing each day that passes on through training camp and uh, hopefully throughout the season it becomes stronger. I don't know, there's a different uh, energy on that team. I see it. I could see the young guys, like, you know, they're really gelling together and the old guys are just following suit and kind of like, you know let's do this so that's a good thing man uh you want to take the next shot man yeah take
1: a shot and, and it basically is that same sort of thing about the chemistry three guys stood out to me in the games that we played so far definitely sweet lou lou williams has been like money oh yeah man then you add swaggy swaggy has been better than advertised better than expected and just like the dude we just talked about um uh, uh Big roy roy, Hi- roy Hibbert, you know uh being that defensive uh, presence there. So those are three guys that, that I've been looking at. Lou, like I said, that guy has been on. And the combination of him and
0: Swaggy, I think, are going to be great for the second unit. Oh, yeah, man. First of all, I'm starting to realize that there's another Lake Lou in town. We might have to battle. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We might... yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, man, I'll let him take that because he's definitely the one of the bright spots, one of the best you know pickups in a long time. I think mm-hmm. that we had in that as regard to a player that caliber. I mean, 6 man of the year last year. Yeah, for him to come, that's, that's he's a- showing that though. He's showing that uh, that he can run the point. A lot of people want him to run off the ball,
1: so that'll be interesting to see um, Marcelo, uh, um, is um who's been out. But to see if he plays a second unit and have him, uh, uh, Lou Williams run off, run off the ball. But having Lou and and Swaggy, that to me, from my eyes, seems like that's going to work. They're going to score. They're going to score against second units, and don't I don't think they're going to have that much problem. Yeah, man, that's it. that's a good pickup. I'm I'm feeling all that right there. And like I said, Roy, um, Roy has, that is an awesome pickup, man. That is an awesome pickup to have a guy that's going to play defense, who's not going to demand the ball and and just be happy with that role, the same role that we wanted. Dwight Howard to, to sort of <laughs> do that, uh, that he didn't want to do. Uh, so, and, and again, the eye test, looking at it, seeing, um, Big Roy, uh, stepping up, uh, I think that's going to be good. We just have to have somebody have his back because lots of times he's, you know, going to rotate and help on that penetration, but yeah. nobody's helping him. So we just need that to be shored up. And if we can have that shored up, you know, I don't, I think we should be okay defensively. I don't know if we're going to be a top defensive team, but we should be a lot better than we were.
0: And I think uh, another thing about Roy I've seen in these last games is like when there was those uh, lapses of defense where he, he shot up, you know, went to cover the ball and the back was open and he's seen He's holding people accountable. Mm-hmm. He points, I see him yelling, or not yelling, but like, you know, letting people know like, hey, you know, if I go here, so it's I like, I like the pickup and I can't wait to see them do their thing, you know, get into the swing of things. When, when the season starts, when it really counts, when the games count to see, you know, what they bring and, and what they do. You wanna right? take the so. three? Uh yeah man I'll take the three let's uh let's go into some of this NBA drama that's been drama. going on uh, around uh, yeah. like off court drama yeah uh, a lot of that man a lot of that tie it back to a former Laker Derek Fisher what's Barton's, the deal
1: man basketball wives uh soap opera huh? what's the deal I don't know <laughs> I've been talking to a lot of people but I mean because they love that TMZ stuff because it's it's very very relatable to everybody yeah. but uh, I don't know it to me it comes down to are they boys? Are they really? Are they really that tight? Because a lot of these um, chicks that go after these NBA players, I I don't know, man. It, I put a lot on the the wife Gloria or whatever, um, because how is she trying to hook up yeah, with man. his boy? I mean, it you know. all
0: comes down. It all comes down to that. It all comes down. Well, then you know you can't say it all comes down to her because there's a lot of uh, what do you call like. This, takes two to tangle, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. D. Fish just got, you know, divorced, so he's Divorce. kind of, like, you know, doing his thing, but, I mean, that's just pickings, you know, yeah. and yeah. to go with, with the former teammate's mm-hmm. uh, wife, you know, ex-wife, just kind of, you know, her kids, his, you know, yeah. but then again, and also, I am at Barnes' case, he's got to learn to, like, just, like, you know, chill. Yeah, little. chill, yeah. man, but he, he's he's hiding behind his kids, saying that, oh, I don't know if he's hiding, maybe that's the wrong, wrong thing to say, but He's saying that you know he wasn't ninety five miles away, that uh-huh. he was in L.A. Away, yeah. and that his kid was sad. So I mean, we're fathers. Mm-hmm. We knew if if we were in a situation like that, oh, your yeah, kids definitely. like you're gonna go over there see what's happening. You yeah. know. So, but yeah, man, that's that's some drama right there. What about what, Take another shot, man. Take another well, shot.
1: You know, I read this article um, about. Uh, I guess it wasn't an article. It was a tweet by Gilbert Arenas w- kind of going back over that uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the gun situation that's interesting to see another perspective on it what's happening well there.
0: Butler's trying to sell books yeah. bottom line he's trying to sell books so he's trying to uh, emphasize or mm-hmm. exaggerate maybe a little bit on what went down but uh, I think Arenas felt like he had to speak on it like that's not how it happened this is yeah. how it happened To you because know, that's his name you know yeah. you're talking about people's Names here, so I it, regardless of how it went down, it's so crazy. I mean, it's like you know, you, you you think these guys on the team they have some kind of like camaraderie or something. It seems like they're enemy, like they're gambling and they're like you know they're like, hey man, you owe me, you owe me money. What that's terrible. You know, man. I I tend to
1: believe what Gilbert Arenas was saying, because when you talk about eleven hundred dollars from these multi-million dollar <laughs> athletes, I don't believe that that's the motivating thing. It's just like you on the street. Um and somebody step on your shoes. You you seen like oh, it's yeah. like an ego. It's 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 just male testosterone uh, going on, and that's what Gilbert sort of made it out to be that he was trying to clown somebody, <laughs> and then you know they wasn't having it. And then well, Javar how gun. much
0: how much money do you think Javaris makes? javar' is it,
1: it, more than eleven $1, hundred dollars. <laughs> it, it's enough where eleven $1, hundred dollars is not something that would motivate you to like you know shoot somebody and kill somebody I don't think any of those dudes were going to kill anybody I think it was just egos and Gilbert was the man think about Gilbert at that time he was like Hibachi Hibachi crossing (laughs) over people you know it was his team and you know trying to like set some order with this young young guy and so I I think that that's I think that's more what happened, rather than, you owe me $1,100, and yeah. hey, I'm gonna blow your freaking they brains out. It wasn't the
0: money. It wasn't that. It was, you know, just clowning people. Crazy drama in the NBA. Marcel, what's yeah. going on?
1: Yeah, I don't know. What about that uh, double uh, cephalosha?
0: Damn, that's crazy. I mean, makeups. you're about to go into, like, you know, you're about to put in overtime in your job, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this is where you make your money. Mm-hmm. For a cop to come and take your leg out, and that's your, you know, if you're, a, if you're a, an artist you know, a painter or something, something poking your eyes out, cop poking your eyes out. If you're, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever your occupation is, to have that uh, taken away from you is terrible. It's terrible. I mean, it's not taken away forever, but I mean, still, it's just like, you know, that it could have been the difference, maybe, you know, where how far they go in the playoffs. Yeah, my take on it being a brother
1: and not being a star athlete. I mean, if you're in that situation where you're out and you're just (laughs) hanging out and the cop's...
0: Want to take it there. You asked that, know, man. What recourse do you yeah, have? Terrible. You know, so. And even him staying who he was, they didn't care. They're yeah. like, shoot, I don't yeah. care who you are. Yeah, Talk yeah. about ego. Talk about power abuse. Power man. tripping, huh? Yeah, that's that's drama in the NBA. Yeah. Maybe there'll be some more in the next week that we could elaborate on because I think it's pretty fun to talk about this
1: kind <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> yeah, the TMZ, man. More like ESPN. We're going to make this the TMZ podcast. <laughs>
0: getting into this uh, segment we call Hype Line. Basically, we talk about the hype that's out there regarding uh, certain NBA players or certain NBA teams. Uh, Marcel is particularly fond of this uh, segment because uh, he has a lot of insight on all things that are hype. So, Marcel... (laughs) I don't uh, know
1: about that. I mean, but uh, I mean, I'm trying to think, is there anything, any hype that went on this week?
0: Let Let me...
1: here. What was in the, in the mm-hmm. headlines? That bold. Mm-hmm. Any hype? Know, Ninety-three stands out to me. Ninety-three. You know, ninety-three. So the year nineteen ninety-three. That was a good year. <laughs> that was a good year. I remember that year. Ninety-three. Oh yeah, they there let me get this straight. There are ninety-two NBA players that are better than Kobe right now. Right now. Hmm. Ninety-two. Right now. Let's let think of some of these guys, like uh, Kimba, Kimba Walker is
0: better one of the ninety two better than Kobe
1: right now ninety two dudes hmm. that are better than
0: I would I would Kobe argue right that now. I would argue that is there any who else is there? Um
1: hmm let me think uh
0: Towns Carl Anthony Towns a rookie Car- man yeah who's
1: never played really in the NBA now, not Pete maybe you know five years from now um, Cause he's gonna, he's gonna. He ranks a, higher than Kobe. Yeah, right now he's never played, yeah. played a game. So uh, he has
0: that much of an impact on the squad. Yeah, I guess so. They're right going now. to, cha- they're going to championship on this dude's shoulders. Yes, all that grinding, yeah. everything that hard work that young man has he, put in this NBA season. Yeah, and he knows how to win
1: championships. I guess uh, again, ESPN, BNP ESPN. I mean, he, they've done this multiple <laughs> I, years. And granted, you know, Kobe Bryant is not the number one player in the NBA. But before he was hurt, dude was balling out of his mind. And the last two to three seasons he's had these injuries. You know, Is that enough to make him fall off, arguably being one of the best players it's in hard. the NBA? It's hard. It's 92. hard.
0: It's hard because what are you basing these rankings on? Are yeah. you basing it at this present time and moment? Are you basing it on what you think this player could do for your team? In, in the, the future, future. Mm-hmm. are you uh, well obviously you can't go in the past because if Carl Anthony Towns is ranked higher than Kobe mm-hmm. where do you go to the past for that You so you're projecting what is I guess moving forward yeah so I mean but it should forward. be like what it is right now right yeah. here right now how are you gonna you nobody has a crystal ball unless mm-hmm. BSPN has a a crystal ball that shows who's going to be hot. I mean,
1: if you're not going to take into the past, you can't take into the future. You should take into this season. Who's going to have that kind of impact this season? And don't get me wrong, I think Kobe's going to have more impact positively than Kimba Walker Walker, <laughs> this season. I just, you know, try, I mean, that's what I would think. Now, if we're starting the franchise, I can't pick Kobe because Kobe might retire this season. That Obviously. Wouldn't, that wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah. But if we're talking about just this season in isolation you know 50th or 40th I mean there might because there are a lot of NBA players that are balling alright but 90th I mean I guess I don't quibble with it you know Kobe didn't quibble with it um, Cause he because knows. They, they keep they keep doing the same thing it was on the top of the page there was another thing in this hype line. Um, Baxter Holmes had another hit piece out there at the same time it is so funny to me though how ESPN is so concerned about yeah. the inner workings of the Lakers and you know how to bring them back to the championship form, <laughs> you know, I wish they would spread a little, bit, a little bit of that love to Milwaukee and to the 76ers. Yeah, and Philly needs some of that love, yeah, right? They need some of that love. The Nets need some of that love, you know. So, but you. the Lakers tend to seem to get a lot of that, and Kobe s- seems to get a lot of that. Like I said. Dude is not the number one player anywhere close. Dude is, dude is old. He's, you know, he's on his last legs, but I think he still has, he has something left in the tank. I, you know, I don't think, I don't even think the dude would play if he had nothing left in yeah. the tank. he has too big of an ego to go out there and not have anything left.
0: I, in the tank. I read, I read a little bit of the article. I'm guilty because mm-hmm. I was like, what is this crap? Yeah. Right. So I look into the article and they actually said that. Um, They ranked him at 163. And that being Kobe, you know, Mm -hmm. they gave him the benefit of the doubt. You know, like, oh, we can't put him at 163 because, you know, let's put him at 93. Yeah. Yeah. 93. Maybe he should change his jersey number to 93. I mean, these these guys,
1: you know, if, if they're on your side, they do their best to pump you up. And you can see that. Look at ESPN and see who they cover positively. They usually cover them positively. You know, if there's some sort of negative thing that comes out, I don't hear a lot about that. And if um, there's something positive that happens with somebody they, they don't care for, like, for instance, the first game that Kobe did in this preseason, his first shot went off the side of the glass. Yeah. That led Sports Center. That was on the highlights. That was the first highlight. It's kind of stalkerish. Second game, <laughs> dude goes 5 for 11, you know, has a pretty good game for 20 minutes. I don't hear one word about it. Not on that top, you know, sports center... Highlights. Uh, highlights. You know, there's no article leading that. I, there's no I, Kobe shows flashes of youth headlines? Yeah, there's no, like, oh, oh. He's, he may be getting it together and his... Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I just wish they were, like, you know, I don't want to say fair and balanced, but just just be fair. You, you You have these NBA rights. You have these NFL rights. You have all of these things that you paid for, be journalistic, you know? And then, you know, I'd have some more respect. But, uh, that's hype.
0: That's the epitome of hype. (laughs)
1: All right, let's move on to the segment we call Young Guns. We got so many young guys, and we want to keep on the pulse of the team and, and how they're doing. So uh, what's a uh, young gun uh,
0: you want to talk about? Let's talk about D'Angelo Russell. He's he's, yeah. he's the number two, so he's going to yeah. be a frequent guest on this, seg- on yep. this segment. So Number uh, two pick. Yeah. What happened, man? What happened to to, to D'Angelo? He got uh, <laughs> laid out on his butt, I guess. You Welcome know? to the NBA. Welcome type- to yeah.
1: With that awkward uh, go bear, didn't even seem like he noticed that he knocked D'Angelo down. <laughs> that guy,
0: he's like huge. He did. He just ran him over, went to yeah. the free throw line, yeah. like, and looked back, like, what? Yeah. What happened? What happened? <laughs> the extent of the injury what is considered a uh, what's the te- what's the, uh, technical term or the buttocks
1: contusion? <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: What? A bruised. Glute, glutes. Yeah, there you a go. A bruised glute. Yeah. So basically, he got a little owie on his butt, yeah. right? So, yeah. um, I mean,
1: you know, and, and hey, maybe it's more serious <laughs> than uh, we're making it out to be. But uh, hopefully, you know, like I said, giving him the benefit of the doubt, and and I uh, hope he, he um, recovers very soon. But I'm still looking. I'm still looking to see. I mean, some of the young guns we're going to talk about. His show, we, that we've already talked about have shown us something. I'm still... I say it all the time. We have expectations. We don't know what to expect, mm-hmm. but we expect something, and I still haven't seen it yet. I'm waiting, though. So, and uh, you know, I'm holding... I'll hope, hold, crossing my fingers. You're waiting for that number two to show something? Something, you know. The number two pick? Poise, though. He's, he's, he's showing a little bit of poise. Yeah, Dude, man, man, he looks
0: very very comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. He looks very comfortable out there running the show. I mean, he's not, he's not flashy you know and scoring or he's not flashy and athleticism, athleticism. Yeah. but um he does maintain this sense of calmness and mm-hmm. this poise that doesn't look scared basically. doesn't look scared he he's he's willing to do things uh that's probably more probably speaks more it's, it's not flashy because we don't mm-hmm. see it mm-hmm. but internally maybe with the team and stuff it, it creates a sense of uh Stableness or you know comfortableness like oh you know yeah. Russell Don't got the ball yeah, yeah Russell got the ball it's all good you know he'll he'll handle bringing it up and and distributing facilitating or, or what have you but I, yeah I haven't really seen anything as far as offensive output uh, defensively he's kind of a little slow maybe mm-hmm. sliding over he gets beat off uh, the dribble so it's still yeah it's a, it's a young it's a young season still <laughs> it's yeah, a lot so. of time a lot of basketball to be played so hopefully he'll he'll uh up a couple things here and there from these vets, yeah. But the guy who has shown something, who
1: beast mode? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, our yeah. beast mode, right? JR, JR, man.
0: Oh, man, talk about that dude. Man, he he came out a little, looked like a little scared, maybe yeah, or a little excited, game. like yeah. a lot of nerves, and it was just like wild. But man, this last few games. Dude, behind the back, man, off, dishing the, off, rebounding, uh, dribbling, you know, leading the break, dishing. I mean, just every. The energy is phenomenal, man. That kid mm-hmm. has so much energy, and it's like it's kind of scary mm-hmm. to think where he's he's gonna be good. He's gonna yeah. be an all star, I believe. Like I said, the eye
1: test. You see see the guy yeah. out there, and that guy uh, has. Uh, a lot to offer and think about it. We keep talking about that jump shot. He, ha- he has not shown that jump shot. If you got to argue with uh, some of the things that he's been doing out there. he's not been taking that jump shot. He's been selling to go in and take that little you know little hook, that little jump hook or whatever he's doing off the wrong foot. but it's been going in and he has such quick feet, such energy, constant movement that that compensates for all of that. Imagine when he, like, reads the defense and actually does the things James Worthy and all of these coaches are telling him to do. Dude will be, you know,
0: crazy, crazy good. He's one of those players on your team that... Uh, will demand the double team, and that mm-hmm. creates all kinds of matchup problems for the opponent. He's a monster. Everybody, everybody on the squad said, "Man, he's he's a he's hard to handle one on one. It's very hard to." And as you can on. see it now, yeah. they were
1: talking about it. Now we, as yeah. fans, you know, get privy to that information and say to co-sign the things that you know's been coming out of camp.
0: You know what else uh, I noticed about it? The dude's very quick off his feet. Like when he throws the ball up, his shot. He's already uh-huh. already at the rim to get his own rebound, yeah. or he just has this knack to like find that ball, like, and he's quick yeah. to get to he, it. Julius seems to
1: work so well with Hibbert because yeah. Hibbert's kind of slow. He's great defensively, but he's not a gazelle out there. And and with Randall having the quick feet, he picks that up. He picks that up, and I think both and and Julius he did he got some steals and stuff like that but he's not a defensive stopper right now so to have both of them they kind of play off each other whereas bass would just be a shooter and you know you'd need somebody else to create for him um Julius can create for himself yeah. and that that is that is a a big benefit so
0: Julius yeah man that's a good young gun right there that's a a strong young gun let's get into uh, Larry Nance Jr he got uh, a little bit of run
1: and also um, Tarek Black both of those guys uh, Tarek has not actually got any run and so it's you know the question is you know what's what's going on there but,
0: I think um, I think you know being the preseason that they're giving these other young fellas a chance to mm-hmm. prove themselves Holmes, to, yeah, yeah to guys. make the squad and to see what they got we know what we know a little bit of what Black to, brings yeah. to the to the table from last year mm-hmm. so um, you know we, we might see him um, in these next couple because Byron's been good of like you know giving people games to play you know mm-hmm. he doesn't put everybody in he'll say okay i'm gonna play these guys this game this, yeah. these guys this game so this is like get... playing people two minutes everybody two minutes no you know he'll let him, him he let him get the run yeah. but yeah i think we'll see him in the next you know couple games maybe against golden state or or uh, sacramento but i was i was surprised to learn that he was a second year man and it's like yeah. he seems so uh, mature uh-huh yeah he doesn't seem like a rookie he doesn't play like a rookie mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm, 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 that's another young gun. Byron wants him to be a bit
1: more nasty, I think. Uh, I the reading. enforcer type. Yeah, the enforcer. Whereas all the times I've heard him talk, you know, he's kind of more of a nice guy, I guess. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, Byron wants him. He's undersized, so maybe he just wants to, you know, him to go out there and. Uh, put a little hurt on some people. Just throw his you know, weight around, right? Yeah, to, you kind know, of undercut light. some people. You know, you know, push some people around. This is a
0: respectable game, Marcel. We don't, do, <laughs> we don't do that in
1: the NBA. You know, you need a little bit of that. the dark side. You need some of the dark side to win a championship. You, you, know that that nice guy stuff don't work when when everybody's out there trying to cut your throat. You know, you need to you especially need little, especially
0: you know, playoff basketball. Yeah, that's when all that different. comes out. Different. So uh, you need to gear up for that if you're going to be making a run, right? You need mm-hmm. to get into that. Uh, well, Kobe used to tell Pal, right? You mm-hmm. got to turn into that black swan, yeah, man. You yeah. got to get... knock somebody
1: in the yeah, mouth, man. You know? Show some uh, resilience. Yeah, show some, show some heart. And there was a there's like a scouting report or Lakers that they are a soft team, mm-hmm. and that I guess that they're back down. So you see, like what Utah tried to do. Oh uh, yeah. So there's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. little. Uh, there's 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 some. Uh, cheese may uh,
0: <laughs> about, uh, For all you uh, non-spanish <laughs> pe- speaking people cheese may is uh gossip. rumors or mm-hmm. gossip uh, mm-hmm. that's out there
1: <laughs> uh, so there's a little bit about that about the Lakers but hey what about uh, we we started with Larry Nance he did that uh, that he did get in the game and Dude did he, he like stretched and made one layup that, that was cool. Yeah, uh,
0: man, he showed that athleticism, right? Mm-hmm. He got that first step on somebody, he turned the corner and just like extended himself fully, mm-hmm. and it was like, wow, where did that come from? Yeah. Where where did that extra f- foot and a half of an arm come from? And just like yeah. laid it up. It looks it, he's a he's a very uh how do you, like I could see him playing volleyball or something mm-hmm. like you know he got he got that verticality and and just just pure athleticism. Yeah. And if he, know, if he learns it, if he learns the game... Yeah, I don't know where definitely. his basketball sense yeah. is at. Like, I don't... I really haven't gauged that. I've seen a couple moves here and there, that, but that's pure athleticism. Yeah. You know, it's just pure... That just goes to show how much... Uh, you, How far you can get with a little bit of athleticism, yeah. right? So, yeah. Yeah. you could tell more or less like you know people that that are athletic they get they grab the ball and then they they're corny. they know even if they mm-hmm. don't they know they have to put the ball in the hoop whereas you get people that are like big uncoordinated and it's just mm-hmm. a disaster it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't work
1: it's a chore for them to to try to figure out what to what to do with it uh if you could throw some lobs to that guy cuz i i think oh that yeah that would definitely just be easy easy buckets for him but it would have to be against second team guys cuz these uh, guys out there, these NBA guys are very, very savvy. Even the guys that you think suck, you know they they will take it to you, they will embarrass you. Um, they just can't embarrass the other guys <laughs> but, uh, you know if given a the chance, they will cross you up, they will dunk on you, they will do all kinds of things to you. So but I, I do like that athleticism. It, it, it's kind of funky, like you said, funky athleticism. But I think it will be useful.
0: um, If he concentrates, if he concentrates, like if Byron tells me, look, this is all I want you to do, man. Just go out there, clean the glass, Mm -hmm. grab some boards. If he just focuses on doing that, I mean, that's so useful. Mm-hmm. And he's more than able to do that, you mm-hmm. know. You can't tell him, all right, go post up and give me, like, you know, 10 points. on a, on a night, mm-hmm. or Just you know, crash the like, boards, like like Julius did that one time. He would, like, crash it and dunk on people. Do that. And I've seen Len, Nat, uh, Larry Nance do that on a couple of occasions where he mm-hmm. comes out of nowhere and just, like, flushes. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, more of that would be nice to see. But it's, it's everybody's getting their playing time, little snippets here and there to, to show what they got. So um, So far, so good. Yeah, yeah Guns, all right. This week's gold ticket matchup comes uh, in the way of Golden State Warriors. Apropos
1: name. Golden State the Golden uh, ticket matchup. Definitely want to see the champs. Yeah,
0: man, we'll the, the champs.
1: So who's who's a, who's a good matchup The are you looking forward to see?
0: Uh there's a couple, man. There's uh Steph and and, and Russell. Two mm-hmm. point guards going at it. You got uh Julius Randle, uh, Jamon Green. That's a good little yeah, matchup right yeah. there. Um you have any other matchups you like to see uh in that well, game? Clarkson against Clay. Clay. Oh Clarkson yeah. Against
1: Clay is is bigger Clarkson's faster you know you think about just the whole Golden State Warriors how they kind of manufactured their team with those three guys that we just talked about and Iguodala kind of like a Kobe sort of matchup and then you got the centers that are not really scoring with Hibbert uh, and Bogut. We are Laker fans, but we're not delusional. You know what I mean. <laughs> Obviously, the the champs are. If, if the guys play, you know, gonna smash us basically. Uh, I, you know, I have little hope, <laughs> little hope for the for the <laughs> purple and gold. Huh? Maybe I should. Maybe 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 they maybe they'll win, but. It's it's kind of an interesting sort of a model that uh, one, the only one.
0: thing that's gonna be interesting is probably like the first five six mm-hmm. minutes of the game when you see the actual matches a little mm-hmm. preview of what regular season game mm-hmm. a regular season game is gonna be like because after those first few minutes then they start bringing in yeah the young okay. cats to 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 make the squad but it's gonna be exciting nonetheless it's always fun to see these uh, elite NBA players come out and and do the thing
1: so do you think Steph is gonna like uh, make another uh, example like he did of Chris Paul to like uh, D'Angelo, oh, sure, like, man. you know, have him for like on sure. You got to man, yeah.
0: if you're if you're if you're an elite player in this league, you got to school these youngsters. I, 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 show them who's the man. Yeah, you have to show them You know, okay, you wanna you wanna you wanna model your game after me. Mm-hmm. You know, here you go. Yeah. And just wet them up on the outside, shake, shake them, bake them, take them to the rat whatever it is. I yeah. definitely think he's gonna come out and and do something, prove a point of some
1: sorts. You know, and the, the comparison between Julius, I hear a lot of comparison between Julius and German, but Julius can actually do something that German not known for. Julius can get his own shot. Little isos. He can. You can give him the ball, and you know he can do something with, with it. Whereas. Jermon is really the pick and pop and, you know, not necessarily even pick and roll, and then the guy that plays a lot of defense. And very heady. Very, very unique. You know, just like we were talking about Black. You know, you know, Jermon is kind of that enforcer, along with Bogut. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely the spark plug for that team. Yeah, but it's a good test for Julius, because Julius, even at this level, you know, being a second-year player that didn't play all, all last year, you know, he's bigger than Jermon, so... I want to see what he does. He, you know, he he's he's been balling out these last two games. Let's see what he does against a, a guy that is on a team that's going to make the make the playoffs. D'Angelo gonna get eaten up by. Seth. <laughs> no <laughs> chance. Just, you know, no <laughs> chance. He's gonna get eaten up. Even Clarkson against uh, Clay. Clay probably won't even try to do that much. But you know, German there could be like a little chippiness
0: because you know we, you know he yeah. already has
1: some chippiness with uh some dudes already so
0: yeah man that's going to be a good matchup right there the i like how you said jermond is like that two player mm-hmm. two man game mm-hmm. he he thrives in a two man game where uh julius Randall just you know give him put him on that island and let him go to work mm-hmm. yeah that's a good that's a good uh that's a good matchup man uh any other matchups in that in that team or that game that you're you're looking forward to
1: well, the benches I I'll be interested to see how our bench uh, kind of goes against Golden State's because I, I I like our bench I like our bench and it, I would like to see you know who who Golden State's going to put out uh, the second unit their second unit and see how you know do we look that bad. In terms of our second unit against their their
0: second unit. That's what it seems like. The preseason is more of a showcase for your bench, right, Mm -hmm. or your second unit to Mm -hmm. see, (laughs) because they're the ones that are getting more of the playing time. But Mm -hmm. um, you know what's an interesting matchup? Luke Walton versus Byron Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Steve Kerr's out, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. So uh, So, uh, uh, former Lakers. Former (laughs)
1: Lakers. Maybe. Like you said, how how serious they're going to take this?
0: All right, cool, man. So this wraps up our uh, third episode of uh, Purple and Gold Frames podcast. Any final thoughts? It's a short week, and we're getting getting close
1: to going where the where the basketball really counts. But there's been some great things that we've seen. Uh, no real major injuries so far. Uh, Kobe's, you know, look kind of consistent. Uh-huh. You know, what what we're gonna get from Kobe, and I think he'll ramp it up. Uh, we haven't talked about him that much. I don't think this is going to be his last season. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. But we just have to, we have to revisit that as we go throughout the season. Uh, our bets on if this is his last season, but he, I think he, if he if he stays healthy, he will get a little bit better, and I think we'll see a a, a, a peak toward toward his game.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely as the season pro you know prolongs and we get into uh, some heavy basketball. A lot of storylines, a lot of development will be uh, happening. And be sure to tune in and catch the latest and the greatest at the Purple and Gold Frames podcast. You can also uh, follow up with us on our website, which is purpleandgoldframes.com and also at perpandgold.com. Peace out. This episode was brought to you by Need for Tees custom screen printing and graphic design. Are your t-shirts faded and outdated? Then check out www.needfortees.com That's www.need, the number 4, T-E-E-S dot com.